106.5 WFMP, this is Community Control Now, the show seeking democratic community control of public institutions with a particular interest in the U.S. policing apparatus. I'm your co-host, Vincent Gonzalez, slamming Cadillac doors, Michael T. Massey, what's up to the people? How are the people? Hey, Community Control Now seeks to end the rampant abuses by the state, which greatly target persons of color and the economically disadvantaged. Community Control Now believes in all power to all oppressed people all over the world. For today's show, man, we got pound for pound, heavyweight champ, and the revolutionary historian and or, man, a communications game here, man. Dr. Jared Ball, man, salute here. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having What's me. What's up to it's the people, honor. yo? Peace, man, peace. Communication <laughs> studies professor at Morgan State University and Be More, co-contributor of Black Power Media. I mix with my light. Black radical tradition, hip hop pre- preservationist, author of the book "The Myth and Propaganda of Black Mind Power." Man, and just, like I said, it's an honor and privilege here. Um, we just gonna get into it. Uh, well, really wanted to talk to you about your book, "Myth and Propaganda: of The Black Mind Power," because we're in a um, Louisville, Kentucky. The myth is uh, it's on Jose Canseco levels. Of uh, of strength, you feel me? Like it's this is a Booker T. Washington town. This is a, a Whitney M. Young. Whitney M. Young is from around the way, so you're familiar with Whitney M. Young, man. So like, that's the pervading uh, notion for for Black liberation in this town, man. We wholly dis- disagree with that. So we just want you to man hit hit some of your points on um, hit some of your key points on your book here, and we could just kind of riff off that. No, so again, I really appreciate being invited on. And uh, the the second edition of the book is on its way; it should be out sometime in the spring. Right uh, on. But uh, the the short of it is, is that I'm I'm arguing, and really, I'm just trying to trace the origins of what you were just saying. How did we get to a point where black liberation and 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 revolution is based on black capitalist fantasy uh, myths? that are not supported by any data like circulating dollars and buy black and black entrepreneurs will help the, the, the community and all this. Um, uh, and, and, and at best replacing what the Panther party had dis- defined as survival programs, pending revolution as the revolution themselves. So in other words, there's, uh, there's, there is not, it is no accident that we have arrived at a place where in your community and elsewhere throughout this country and really throughout the really the diaspora there has been an imposed concept uh that has meant been meant to replace things like we were just talking a little bit off air uh everything from revolutionary into communalism socialism uh some communism uh scientific socialism on the united states of africa and crewman tourism i mean all these various isms that african people have developed uh to address the the their particular horrific situation have been intentionally replaced and redefined as hey get your business together circulate your dollar uh and all of this has ever been meant to to promote a black uh, bourgeoisie that uh you know, in in quite neo-colonial fashion, links up with those in power to get its crumbs and leaves the rest of us in ever devolving conditions. So, so or at best in conditions that will never 
close in terms of gaps or or differences. So that's that's really what I'm trying to do. And I think it's you know a lot of times you get it where it just gets dismissed away as oh you being a hater you don't like black mm -hmm. business and you don't want mm -hmm. self determination for black folk. And I mean just just coming from uh, this is part of your book here. So there are 40 million African Americans in the United States, and our medium wealth is at 40,000, so, you know, 40,258. In order for us to have that purported, you know, over a trillion dollars above, I've heard that so many times. And I think up. you're saying income, actually, not wealth, right? Those oh, numbers, I'm sorry, I, income. I, yes, I think that right. that's income and not wealth. Yeah, because... my apologies. Yeah, those are two, no, no, two no, separate No, no, no. No, I just want to be clear. Like, yeah, wealth is like, you know, say your assets, mm -hmm. boats, and, you know, timeshares in Tahoe or whatever. What, right. Uh, uh, land, stock, et cetera, and so yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what, what you're worth after you've you've paid everything off and don't owe anything, and that might even produce sheet. some sort of some income for you. But, but and, and my numbers in that book were even... Uh, off depending on who you listen to so like Dedrick Muhammad will will say that if you look more carefully it, it, it should be down to about six thousand uh, uh per black household oh, and yeah. by 20 well yeah and by 2053 it's going to be zero one of the chapters of your book where you say you know freedom was the call instead we got a bank so you see how like it, it if we only got but so many there's only so many hours in a day and there's only so many things that you can like, let's put all our, our eggs in that basket in terms of like what's going to free us. Um, if we're if we doing too much at that, OK, black buying power, you know, black business, my capitalism, it's like. We're we're going to we're missing out on all these other things when, like I said, we ain't got it. So, like, as you were starting a, a minute ago with with, you know, because a lot of, of the response I get, in fact, uh, doing a. a a, 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 a live discussion about this later today in fact that that a lot of the response that I, that comes my way is often uh saying that i'm hating i don't i don't support black business or entrepreneurialism or or black sovereignty and and uh um, or or you know well you don't have a solution so therefore your criticism isn't is invalid and Part of what I'm saying is I do offer uh, uh, steps towards a solution in the book, but but frankly, I I agree that I'm not offering a solution particularly. And what I'm suggesting is we can't build towards any real solution without being clear about the mythology upon which a lot of people's arguments are based. Yeah. And if 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 so, it's not that I'm it's it's it, yeah. So it's not about just hating. It's yeah. about saying, and it's not about saying I have all the solutions. In fact, I'm saying I don't. I'm just saying this isn't it. And this yes. is proven by data and history. Uh, uh, I mean, this isn't even just an opinion anymore. Or, or yeah. just, it, it's, it's really, it's, 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 it's like it's science at this point. Uh, this, this, is not, this is not a pathway to solving any of these material uh, uh, conditions that we suffer with. So I, that's all I I'm do trying to all, They do that to us with the police abolition thing. It was, you go get rid of the police, and then and then what you gonna do? What replace? Not this. This this clearly isn't. You know what I'm saying? I get. We let's go from there. Where this ain't this ain't popping. And uh, Mike, you wanted to say something? Yes. Uh, again, you know, trying always to keep it dialectical, is that so much of that opposition, as you probably know, Professor Bold, is being driven by desperation. Because our situation is so dire, we've always, you know, post 
enslavement and being unable to progress sufficiently under our capitalist rule, we're looking for any type of strategy that gets us out of this. So some of it is well-meaning. And much of it is also driven by a conscious petty bourgeoisie who could care less about the collective betterment of the people, but you know, are motivated purely by self-interest. As we used to say, they're wannabes, wannabe black capitalists, wannabe black imperialists, and they're couching their self-interest in some type of black liberation. So we got to kind of distinguish between the two. Not all of this is being promoted purely by class interests. Some of it is a lot of working class people who, you know, can't get jobs or don't like their jobs and they're figuring that, uh, hey, you know, I got to build, get a business to survive. And that's cool. But even they need to know that as much as that may help you individually and selling things and making products and we're not against any of that but don't confuse that as some kind of strategy for liberation that's why when we talked about our survival programs in the panther party we didn't try to delude people into thinking that hey we can solve your problem by you getting a free breakfast we're showing you you know what this a system a civilized system should be doing we're giving you a model a prototype and something that this is what we must fight for on a broader scale. That's just bars to me. I really appreciate all of that. That's exactly, I could, I haven't said it any better than that. I couldn't, but that's exactly my point. I'm not arguing. Don't start a business. I'm not arguing. Don't support one another. I'm not saying whatever resources we have, we shouldn't pull. What I am saying is those who come to you, it's like, I do think of that scene in The Godfather, those who come to you and say this is the solution, that's the enemy. That's that's all I mean by that. So, so and keep and, in and, mind, and, why, and, 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 yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm over exactly. So few of these wannabes and, you know, these black business people who aren't capitalists, why isn't the cooperative model something they pursue? Well, you know, so, so, so this is so. Just a couple of things, real quick, because I, 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 you know, in the jokes, I don't want to get lost. I don't want it to get lost. What I'm saying is, is first of all, I agree with you, and I think that that uh, um, that's why propaganda is actually in the title of the book, because so much of my argument is more about the messaging and the narrative that has been created, the psychological warfare, in fact, that has been created to target incredibly oppressed people to say specifically with the goal of saying, when you get frustrated, don't join an organization, don't get radical, don't join, you know, don't think of militant ideas. Think of something that for us, those in power is safe. Think yeah. of a business, think of, of capital, think of investment, think of we got to get our money right before we get our politics right. All of these yeah. things are, are intentionally created fantasy. So I've, so I've tried to trace some of the history uh, of how that messaging circulates, unlike a dollar, and and is used as a, as a, as a weapon against just what efforts you're talking about, and even the cooperative idea, uh, you, you know, to a certain extent, again, I agree that anything should be everything should be on the table, but cooperatives are themselves insufficient if we're talking about an, a, a, the total 
you know, but but why they're not tried enough is simply because, first of all, there's no there's not enough individual profit and benefit in it. Uh, and then even if you do it, there isn't. An, and this is always the problem that black people face or any colonized or poor community faces. If you don't have resources, you cannot create the wealth that will catch up to those in power, uh, particularly because their wealth is being is is being is ultimately a, a result of them exploiting us. Yeah. So, so, you know, and they didn't circulate dollars to get that wealth. They didn't create small businesses to get that wealth. They didn't, you know, they didn't, all the things that they tell us to do is not how this wealth was created. So, so these are the things that we, but so, so really all I'm saying is, listen, without judgment, I'm saying everybody from, in fact, the only person that the only luminary that I've, I've identified who was clearly never wrong on this issue was George Jackson. <laughs> as many as he's clear on many things and correct on yeah. many things. Um, but everybody from Dr. King to Malcolm X to Du Bois to Garvey, that's one of the few things they agreed on at certain points to, 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 I mean, all my point is all across the political spectrum at various points in their careers, people have, have bought into this idea that if we just take this money and we shift it over here, we can create industry and we could do this and that. And that that's there are so many reasons that that, you know, I, I allude to and get into some in the book. And I know we don't have time really to get into here today, but there's so many reasons why that doesn't work and why ultimately the the as again, I'll just stop here with the Panther Party's point is that it was pending revolution. Yes. It wasn't a replacement of revolution. It was just, this is what we have to do to get over until we can get to the next level. And too much of the messaging stops at that point and says, no, that's all we got to do. Yes. And the next level or the ultimate level we felt and I still feel is taking state power. See, ultimately, a lot of these forces either don't want to or are afraid to struggle against the capitalist state. See, the capitalist state, and I think it's a, a, a lack of understanding of what the state and the state's relationship to the capitalists are. The mm -hmm. state exists to defend capitalism. So you're going to have to defeat, and I don't have the, you know, the formula for that. If I did, I probably wouldn't say it you know, publicly. But ultimately, the state is going to have to be dismantled. And that's a Herculean task that a lot of folks don't want to undertake so like can get you locked that's what I'm saying it's a form of opportunism to say you know it's like what it's saying what it's not saying but and even I, in a non-opportunistic way I mean I get it I mean I, I I feel the same way it is much easier to think that if I just shopped over here and saved over there you know that's much easier than I gotta actually build with you I gotta go offline and get you know I gotta sit in rooms with you and I gotta talk to you and we gotta figure out as you said, what would actually happen? So that's why I'm saying, like, I'm not, I'm not advocating one or another particular uh, 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 solution per se with this argument. I'm just simply saying, any that that this is not the path. So people, you know, and uh, uh, and uh, and many of the people who would claim after only being challenged, oh yeah, well I agree, it's only pending the revolution. Well, then you have to make that more plain because so much of the narrative that you use to to sell your wares or promote your your YouTube or whatever is saying, uh, uh, no, 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 I got the strategy. All we need to do is change our mindset and change our, and and, and sh you know shift our money and and think about wealth creation instead of being poor all the time. Like like th th that's not how you know. 
Because ultimately, that's what I'm saying about the mythology, that it's, it's designed to make poor people accept that they are to blame for their own poverty. It, 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 gets, not... it gets into this weird moralistic thing a lot of times when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. when, when you hear someone start talking about Jordans as if, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're just, like, it replaces any sort of, like, wealth or asset uh, accumulation. You know what I mean? When you hear, like, we buying Jordans and lottery tickets instead of... You know, when you get on that and that's when it's like, oh, this is way more than we're not talking about uh, business development or this is this is a, this is a judgment of some sort to black people. And it's like you get tired of hearing that because it's like, man, I, I, that's the last thing our people need is some sort of like, you know, moralistic finger wag when it's like, yo, we need to be fighting in this direction. You know, we got to we got to be on an Emmett Smith. See, you cut through the hole, man. Don't. Go over here, you know. Not a so, Cowboys reference. Ah. Not a Cowboys reference. Come on, man. Don't do me like that. He was a Boys fan, but I mean, you know, he he, he could see he was shifty. He saw that cut, but um, <laughs> you feel me? Uh, you dig? But we, you know, we going into but, that. No, but to, to, but if we could finish the the that that analogy and make it useful, since you dragged the Cowboys into <laughs> it, what made what 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 makes any running back maybe except for the 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 exceptions like a Barry Sanders or a few others is is that front line and it's yeah. the other options and that's sort of the point that that I think I'm trying to get at. If we want to have a successful running game, we have to have a, a, a an offensive line that's going to move these mythologies out of the way. Right uh, and right now we keep running left and they're stacked up over there and they're exactly. waiting over there. Mm -hmm. And yet we keep coming to the huddle saying, nah, 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 just do it yeah. again. Just wow. do it one more time. <laughs> just follow me to that same lane and we'll get, no, no, we got to, we got to do something else and come up with another plan. So, so that's really all I'm trying to say, uh, um, uh, with this, with this argument. And, and it's really just a very specific and I think limited uh, but it does to the, both of your points, it points to the, what is the real pessimism in, in our political, uh, um, analysis right now, which is that we, we don't feel like we can struggle against the real power. We don't feel like we're ready to take on, uh, and we don't want to do what is the hard work and the challenging work. And, and to your point, the, the, the threatening work of really building with people offline when there are no mics and cameras and nobody's getting likes and views for it. And you got to sit and do. listen. I mean, you have to sit and listen to people and try and to get them on the same page. We have to re-tune and fine-tune a class analysis because I'm really coming more and more to the conclusion, you know, after five decades in this movement, that our class analysis is still woefully underdeveloped. Now, We've always had petty bourgeois forces, again, post, I'd say, Reconstruction, really in the leadership of the movement. It's always been challenged by radical forces who have a more materialistic and radical analysis of it. But we have to face the fact that for most of that post-slavery time, the petty bourgeois wannabe forces of various stripes have been leading our movement. Now, what we, many of us saw in the in the late 60s, their leadership was being challenged with the strength of the radicals, you know, led by the Panther Party, not just, you know, the Panther Party, but with the defeat of the radical formations in the 70s. And I saw this up close and personal. The petty bourgeois forces uh, 
didn't have to contend with us like that. And I would maintain, with the exception of a few periods, I think uh, during the 80s, the anti-apartheid movement, uh, perhaps the Ferguson uprising, some more radical forces emerged. And a few years ago, with the George Floyd, um, Breonna Taylor forces, but the petty bourgeois forces are still in control of our movement, and they're they're the main forces primarily promoting that fantasy. It, it's almost not the working class. It's almost as if it's like you existing on different planes. You know what I mean? It's like we're, it's, uh, there's no social or political analysis of these things. Um, it's, it's purely, I mean, it's like, you know, they'll even say leave politics out of it. That'll be them. I mean, you know, once yeah. we, once we get on that plane, it's like, we're kind of, we're done at that point. You know what I mean? It's like, what are we going to do on that? Um, uh, so this is good stuff here. I know we're, uh, we're getting short on time a little bit. Community Control Now Louisville is a grassroots political organization with the prime objective of democratizing the policing system of our town. Tell us some more of your thoughts about community control of the police as a strategy to ultimately up in the current public safety apparatus. Quote, unquote. Uh, you know, I, I am, first of all, I'm in support of, of a complete uh, abolition of this current policing system. Uh, how, again, I, I, I don't know exactly what form that abolition should take or how to get there. So I just commend really, really all efforts to head in that direction. And I just encourage as many of them to become as, as radical uh, as possible in, in terms of, of efforts to, in, that, in that direction. Um, it's essential if, if there is to be some advance that black communities and other uh, oppressed communities find ways to alter the policing arrangement, uh, come up with new ways, new forms, new new institutions. Um, because the current institution, again, as I know you all know, is really only designed, has only ever been designed to suppress labor in the North and enslaved Africans in the South. And that combination is what we're dealing with to this day. People. Indigenous people, yeah, absolutely, uh, uh, and and even going back to the to the versions that that policing has borrowed from from its its European ancestors, it's all about imperial colonial control and management of, as you were saying, the state. So that's what's causing the issue, and it doesn't matter. That's why we see whether the, the cops are black, white, brown, whatever, they do the same thing. So uh, I was in the military. It didn't matter that I had a Malcolm X book in my pocket. The ship still functioned as it was meant to function. And I still made it I, to whatever extent I participated. I participated. So it doesn't matter what your particular ideology or race or religion or gender or sexual identity. None of that matters uh, once you're plugged in and serving uh, uh, these institutions. These institutions determine the, the outcome. So that's why we had that, 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 that CIA Latina commercial, you know, inviting Latinas to find That's Latin Americans it. to find their migration dreams in the CIA. And we see the, what was it? The all attack helicopter, LGBTQ, uh, you know, the first, you know, you know, whatever. I mean, it, it, great, whatever. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, 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 but that anyway, so, so, so it's those institutions that have to be 
dismantled. Uh, so I commend whatever efforts you all are taking towards that direction. Um, but I don't admit, I admit I don't have much expertise in that and I don't have much experience directly in, in organizing in that work. So we're running off a plan from Chicago, the forces up there, the, uh, the National Alliance of Racism and Political Repression, uh, Frank Chapman and uh, his forces up there. That's sort of our, um, they have an eight point plan just to, you know, get, get like some budget policy oversight, things of that nature. That's where we're coming from. Uh, you know, a, a, a citizen council that uh, FOP contracts got to run through the citizen council. Just oh, something wow. like, like once again with the Panthers, we don't, we, we make no illusions. Yeah, we say pending revolution. Yes. Pending abolition. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. Ultimately, you know, even abolition won't happen until the capitalist state is dismantled. There's no yeah. way they're going to disband the police, a part of the state, until the state is dismantled. But that's a that's long-term right. goal. But in the meantime, we've got to do something other than just have uh, uh, cameras and uh, black police chiefs. We know that doesn't work. We've got to gain some fight for some real power over the apparatus itself we know we'll get resistance but hopefully we'll raise the consciousness of the people in that struggle to take it to the next level yeah right on i love I got, it no that's exactly right yeah i, I got like five more minutes on it here sure. and then, um i just wanted like we could, we could kind of fill in the gaps with you know outside of the police thing i only had the three questions but Man, what's up with uh I just want to talk about hip hop for a second, man. I love it's, okay. it's, it's yeah, wild, right man. So um so my pops uh grew up in Newark, New Jersey in the 1970s. And I um was going through my my my, my pops, he uh he passed away when I was 14, but he I'm left sorry, a book yeah. of rhymes from 1978 that was just kind of like like so he was there during that time. No. Oh. It, yeah, it was kind of it's wild, dude. Like he had a book, you know how like a lot of that was that Casanova fly stuff where you know I'll take your girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a lot of that, but that was the, that was the swag at the time. So it was like I can't I my pops died in 92. I can't think of a better kind of like memorial to be yeah, left with. I think that's wild, dope, dude. regardless yeah, of the content. I think so that I is very I feel this deep connection with hip hop. Yeah. And riding with my pops listening to the message and that's why i felt like so we talked about that pbs hip-hop documentary you know what i mean and it's like um so it, it it's a you know the attempts that it tried to make to encapsulate and like also i i'm I, a lot of my uh i love that that can't stop won't stop book i'm pretty sure you've um familiar with it i, don't I know am you... i am i okay, have, okay, I have, I have a couple <laughs> issues i have a couple issues and okay. and, and i've and raised them with, with 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 chang over we man we should build another time we have more time Wait. i'm happy to come back you can come okay, on my right platform. On. yeah let's do, do this. the whole let's thing because there's a lot man, more but, uh, to say but just real quick the one thing that i'm mad that i got i didn't say in all of my coverage of that pbs thing is that i completely left out the fact that that they said not one word about any of whatever we think of religion they said nothing about islam yeah, uh the five yeah. percenters yeah the the the, the history of teachers. all of that they didn't say That's any of that brand new i was like how do you talk about this without talking yeah. about the impact of that on hip-hop and black people etc so i was like what, why, what Jason, are they doing yeah it was like anyway yeah i feel yeah i know we could, we could go 
There was a lot they did. They did. There was a lot they didn't do. But but uh, look, I'll happily come back to talk about because yeah, you know, let's, let's, let's But just quickly, up. I mean, my, my thing with with Chang is that and 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 Dan Charnas, who shows up in that in that piece, is that I do think that they help create this this mythical narrative that that black people were suffering and then hip hop came and then we got better and everything got better and mm -hmm. like the documentary is saying, we got we we tanned America. And we paved the way for Barack Obama and all this kind of stuff, oh. like like as if this was the, and it, like we're all good now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what do you what do you, what do you what? anyway? It said it said it 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 whispered capitalism here and there, and I noticed that like it's we're at the we're at a point in the movement where the petty bourgeois will they'll 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 they'll, they'll mention anti capitalism as a it's it's an adornment, it's an accoutrement to. An overarching narrative that they JC was like calling him the N word. Yeah, you know like like how do you mean? What do you mean calling you a black capitalist is like calling you the N word? What are you yeah. talking about? Wow, I, I, you, I, I thought that what? was so. Like, why did you go? You went straight there. Like he was like, I mean, of all the he felt defensive. That's what yeah, we were talking felt, about this whole conversation. The bourgeoisie is that they feel that class analysis comes in. They get all, oh, he's talking about me now. No, talk about the white folks. Talk about the white yeah. folks. And like, no, well, you, you, My man. like you said, you're a billionaire. You and your wife are Black billionaires. Republican money I got coming in. Come on, y'all. <laughs> I did like that they had KRS-One in it. Now, he's a little bit too hotep for me but <laughs> overall i find him as a comrade his analysis uh is somewhat radical and i'd like to have seen him more in that uh but piece. that's what i was saying my comrade rosa clemente was in there but for a blip and they left out all of the history of her her activism and all of the history oh, of yeah, all of the, 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 the work. They yeah. left all of that out. So so yeah, you saw KRS. You saw they even mentioned Dead Prez for a second. Oh, yeah. Dead Prez for well, one just a second, second, literally. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's wild, but yeah. And then they went back love. to Killer Mike and his uh, black businesses Mike. and, and defend <laughs> and defend and the I Atlanta police. Tools, but come on, Mike is Mike's It's not about the music. I'm yeah, it's not about the music, but man, thank you, man. This is solid, oh, dude. And we just want to like, and is anyway. Yo, thank sir, you so thank much, you. man. It's an honor, and um, man, likewise, keep, keep, keep up the good work. Yes, sir. Man. Likewise, thank you both very yeah. much. Peace, right everybody. Yeah, peace, peace.